Here by the Owl podcast is a podcast for owlets and wise owls alike. Join hosts Nikki Fiddle-Eye-Doll and Brianna Briegel along with rotating owls from across the country as they discuss what it takes to advise from time to time. Our podcast is fueled by the true knowledge from empowering agricultural education instructors and ripen with the wisdom you will never learn in a textbook. Welcome back to another episode of Here by the Owl podcast. Uh, We're excited um, to talk about something that I needed as a teacher, and I I so wish I was still in the classroom. Um, John Bergen is here with us to talk about the new Case Small Gas Engines uh, pathway and um, all things related to it. So it's pretty hot off the press. Um, It's been in the works for a really long time. But before we get into it, John, why don't you introduce yourself and kind of explain to our listeners like what your role is with Case um, and how long have you been um, with the Case family? Yeah, so uh, thank you, Nikki. Uh, John Bergen, I've been in agricultural education for 14 years. 12 of those was as an ag teacher in Kansas. Um, The last two years, uh, I've been working with Case as one of the curriculum coordinators. And uh, some of the courses I'm involved with has been our ag equipment, manufacturing technology, food science, um, and now small gas engines. This episode is sponsored by Freight Farms. Freight Farms builds immersive hands-on learning tools for FFA advisors just like you. Hydroponic farms built inside shipping containers. In this climate-controlled farming platform, students can gain experience in the ever-growing field of hydroponics and vertical farming while applying what they've learned from horticulture, plant science, and agribusiness courses, just to name a few. Plus, freight farms can annually grow about four tons of produce that your FFA program can sell or incorporate into your school cafeteria. Join the more than 50 schools across the country that are utilizing freight farms for stronger student applications. Visit FreightFarms.com to learn more. Check out the show notes for this episode for additional resources for freight farms. Awesome. So I feel like when I started teaching case and being around case people, small gas engines has been something that's been talked about. Um, But too many irons in the fire. They were trying to get middle school off the ground. And now I feel like, you know, this one, it was the next like pipe dream. And so it's really cool for me um, to see that it, you know, it come to light. I wish I was in the classroom because I definitely would have needed this. So um, for those people listening that aren't as familiar with CASE, can you explain what CASE is? Yeah, so CASE has been around for a little more than 15 years now. Um, it started um, or is an initiative of the National Council for Ag Education. So um, many eons ago, there was this 10 by 15 plan our projects, uh, how do we get 10,000 programs by 2015? And one of the um, thoughts behind that were how do we grow ag education um, and to get more programs? And CASE was was born out of that ideology. Um, today, uh, we strive to connect education and industry through both curriculum and professional development. So our curriculum is, is one that we, our teachers go through a professional development for. Uh, that's what they pay for. They pay for the professional development, but as part of that PD package, they receive a true spiral and scaffolded curriculum 
um, that is turnkey for them to, to utilize, um, whether that's uh, a full implementation or su uh, the supplement within uh, their, what they currently have at their school. So um, I think if people are familiar, familiar, they're probably thinking of like a full case institute, which can be like seven, five to seven days, right? Let's talk about small gas engines. So um, what is this new course and kind of how does it compare to what people know case to be? Yeah, so um, so small gas engines is, a, is only a 12-week module. Uh, and uh, the, the course itself, the, the, uh, the, the bones of it, it's about teaching technical skills, diagnostics, and mechanical systems um, with small gas engines as the application. And so uh, we all know that, you know, as ag educators, when we teach kids for, for with small gas engines, our end goal, yet we'll have some kids that will go in and they can work in outdoor power equipment, but we're going to be teaching a lot more kids that are going to be using those kids skills and uh, transferable areas. Maybe they're a, a diesel tech or whatnot. And so this takes that in light when we, the technical skills that are aligned to small gas engines, um, there's some that you wouldn't normally uh, go through within small gas engines, like measuring the end play of a crankshaft. There is a tolerance for that, but that's not something that's normally taught at other PDEs or in other curriculums, but it's huge within um, with ag, ag equipment. And we're trying to build and scaffold up to those concepts and those skills. And so we're going to use, use those within small gas engines. Um, so that 12-week that module includes um, safety and employability expectations, uh, engines, your traditional teardown and reassembly um, uh, with putting the technical skills and mechanical systems scope within it. And then lastly, diagnostics. Um, so that way kids kind of have a full verse to go out. This could be used since 12 weeks to supplement a current ag mechanics curriculum. Um, or if you have a full year small gas engines course, maybe this is your first 12 weeks and then it builds into that time where students do their personal projects. So why why small gas engines? I mean, a case has really large curriculum. And so 12 weeks seems to be like nothing compared to some of what they're really known for. So um, what was the thought process of why this one needed to be developed? So we, uh, back in 2018, Case developed a course called Mechanical Systems and Agriculture. Um, it was field tested once in 2018 at Iowa State, and then we had one institute uh, in, um, at Washington State University in 2019, and then 2020 was supposed to be the full-blown year. <laughs> we had multiple institutes scheduled. Then that kind of went stagnant. And then um, our materials changed. And so we had to actually uh, sidetrack the course last year and we didn't offer it. And so what mechanical systems agriculture uh, included multiple components, including small gas engines, but also had a, like a robotics automation and computer-aided design. And it was all underneath the lens of ag engineering. So what we did is we segmented those out into three different components. Um, and then for small gas engines, took the engineering lens completely out of it and focused it completely on the techni uh, technician lens. What does a student that's going into a role as a technician, whether going right in the workforce or through a two-year uh, certificate um, or certification, what are the skills that they need in that, in that, um, that area? 
Um, when we last year we were developing our uh, Ag Equipment Manufacturing Technology course, uh, or the artist formerly known as Technical Applications Agriculture TAA, uh, we had a diesel uh, unit, but the diesel unit really required that students had previous knowledge from small gas engines. Well, so the idea from our committee and our workforce development committee that we're working with it was to separate those courses out in the modules so that way a teacher that wanted to take small gas engines wouldn't necessarily have to take an automation course or vice versa. Um, so those other packages, computer-aided design is, and uh, automation will be offered uh, in briefcase modules down the road as well. Awesome. So um, you did you did mention the briefcase. Um, so for people listening, if they see the word briefcase next to any of the different um, institutes, what does that mean? Oh, yeah. So it means it's brief. Those uh, So those curriculums that are involved with it are all... 12 to 14 weeks uh, long. And so, and the, the PD for it is, is significantly shorter. And so small gas engines is gonna stretch the original scope of what a briefcase is because it's two and a half days. AgX is a day and a half, ABF is, uh, is shorter, um, four hours in person at, uh, right now. And so what, how that changes that focus versus a large scope is, you're getting in there, you're doing the small gas engines and you're getting out. So we have um, states like Pennsylvania is fitting this right into their, their state ag teachers conference this summer. Um, and that allows it to have more of a local regional feel, uh, feel rather than their institutes were kind of standalone events because they were a week and a half at that point. Right. Well, and uh, for you as a teacher too, I mean, it is, it's hard to get away from, um, summer responsibilities and as an ag teacher, your families, your kids, other responsibilities um, for that amount of time, although very valuable, right? And so depending on what your what your situation looks like, those briefcases can definitely be a great option. Um, so what, like, I'm interested to hear what, what benefits you see um, of someone taking the small gas engine course. Yeah, so the there's a lot of different teachers with a lot of different needs for small gas engines. Maybe you're someone that you didn't come through a, a high school program or a post-secondary program that taught small gas engines, or you need a refresher, or, or you are seasoned and you just need skills or curriculum to be able to teach the technical skills that you already have. Um, I or think you're me and you're clueless. Yeah, it, 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 <laughs> offer, it offers something for everybody. Um, and so what, what I see with it is um, we have a, a, a curriculum that is really spirals and scaffolds and ties in all the components that we mentioned earlier, diagnostics, work repair order. It's not just aligned to how do you tear apart an engine and put it back together and it runs. Like, like that's, there's a lot of small gas engines, um, uh, PD um, focuses, curriculum that is focused just around how do we tear it apart and put it back together and make sure it runs? Okay, yeah, that's that's really important. But how do we how do we diagnose faults? How do we look at the engine as a series of components so that way our understanding from a small gas engine can go and apply to uh, to a tractor later down the road? Because there's still a, a shutdown ignition circuit on a on a lawnmower. So how does that transition into a tractor? Mm -hmm. um, and and to the, the industries um, that are all across America and in the backbones of a lot of our ag programs. 
Um, so there's the curriculum, but then there's the PD component. This You're going to walk through the the lessons and understand the technical lens of it, but also what how do the students, what are they doing to apply those technical skills and develop those technical skills? Um, so that's what kind of makes it stand apart a little bit different is that the curriculum and PD are all very aligned during that experience. So John, I'm thinking of a few friends that teach ag education that are very good at small gas engines. Um, they were the people that I called prior to me teaching this um, so they could help me like fake it, right? Um, there was no faking it. My kids knew, let's be honest. But for someone that's in the advanced realm, what can they take away from taking this this briefcase? So I'm going to uh, relate to one of, one of my mentor teachers uh, when I first started out. Uh, named Mark Meyer, teaches in Marion, Kansas, teaching for, gosh, over 30 years. Um, and him and I were in the same county when I started out. And he that was one of the topics that, though, had mechanics just in general was some of the things I bounced a lot of questions off of them on. Um, Mark uh, has taught MSA and, and is going to be, he's our course lead for small gas engines. So I'm going to put it in the lens of how, what he got out of it. Um, Mark got out of it a refocus of, how do we teach and why do we teach? Because he was doing it for 30 years. Okay, we're going to tear this apart, put it back together. It runs, but and but Mark was always a big driver of the diagnostic skills and and um, and how do you utilize that within teaching engines and how does that translate to something else? Well, that's packaged in here, and that's something that Mark has really appreciated within the curriculum, especially when he's been helping with uh, uh, the suggestions for the revision for this uh, soft opening this summer. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, it's really hard to have something that's like a curriculum that so many different levels of educators can walk away with something. I think for me, you know, I I have no like initial plans to take this course because I'm not in the classroom right now. Um, but I what I loved for my other case curriculums that I'm certified in, I always loved that even in the areas that I was strong in. Case found ways to still increase the rigor um, that I wasn't able to do myself. And I and I feel like that's going to be the same, the, the same is going to be true with small gas engines, is I was able to walk my kids through the, you know, taking apart, putting back together, we'd get them to run, you know, we, we would struggle through it. It was not glamorous, um, but that was like, that was a limit to my knowledge. And I just anticipate this curriculum being able to, um, like you said, with the diagnostics and, and be very specific and allow me as a teacher to showcase to my students like why this is important and where can this skill be transferred further on in your education that I never would have been able to do. Um, I've not seen the curriculum. That's just my experience with my other six case certifications. Um, and so, gosh, I wish I was in the classroom because this is one that I, I truly needed. I'm excited for it. I'm excited. I know people are going to love it. So if someone doesn't have any other certifications, like what is included with this one? When they when they sign up to take this course, what can they expect? Okay. So first of all, when you show up to the, to the training, you're going to get access to the curriculum. And that curriculum is not just a bunch of PowerPoints or videos. Uh, you'll have teacher guided notes that help guide you as a teacher to what the students go through, and then you have student deliverables. 
Um, if, you, if you're not case certified and you're looking for an example, go to NWE's website and take a look at my local co-op. Case is, my local co-op is not a case product, it's an NWE product, but case staff wrote um, my local co-op for uh, NWE when we were managed by NWE. So that's a real good example of what you're looking for, what the nuts and bolts, uh, the essential questions is delivered through concepts and performance objectives. Um, and then you can see, okay, what am I supposed to teach? When am I supposed to teach it? And um, has student guided instruction uh, for the students. Um, so that way they can guide their inquiry. Um, so they're not completely clueless at the end, but when students, to, so for case for as inquiry, we're trying to help students to be able to discover their own answers. But we know at the end, if we just open it up completely at the beginning, you're going to have some students lost. So we're going to we're going to spiral that, uh, or excuse me, scaffold uh, that level of inquiry through some very much some, some teacher guided inquiry, then some guided practice, and then open it up to some open inquiry at the end where, and like in this course where students just have, okay, you have a broken engine, here's a customer complaint, fix it, repair it, and make the work repair order for it. That's, that's an open-ended problem that students are are doing. So those are the package you have there. Now, what's different from this curriculum, anything else, uh, or at least how, um, from what CASE does, is anytime that we update curriculum, um, teachers get access to that. Since it's uh, online um, and through uh, our login and through caseforlearning.org, you have a MyCase login. And if we have a web link that goes bad or maybe a, a retailer changes a supply list or whatever, we update the curriculum and then you always have access to that. So it's not just a product that becomes antiquated after two years. Um, you continually have access even after you move schools. So John, expand on that a little bit. If I get a job in another school, um, who owns that curriculum? Uh, the teacher does. And so um, we, um, CASE is, is for teachers um, and we empower teachers. So and just like an industry certification follows you no matter who you work for, a CASE certification follows you no matter who you work for. So even if you go into industrial tech or you take a couple years off and you go back into the profession that certification follows you and there's and there's never a reoccurring fee that follows you with that awesome so if i were to imp if if i'm planning you know either like if i'm looking at taking this course or i'm, I'm going to sign up but i i'm trying to plan where this course belongs in my um course outlines in my master schedule right um what what age is this geared towards? I, uh, as we're writing it, really envision it seeing it be anywhere from sophomores to seniors. Okay. Uh, it is going to be a specialization module within the case uh, program of study, which means the case uh, identifies as 11, 12, but a sophomore can take it, no problem. Now, I want to focus on like the, the world that I'm living in. So I'm state staff and I know that many years ago, um, our state had brought the Briggs and Stratton training to our state. And now I get the opportunity to go out to teachers and and time and time again, I hear, I either hear from a teacher saying, I don't know enough about this and I need more help. Or I hear from a teacher that said, I didn't get to go to the Briggs and Stratton training because I, I was considered advanced. Like mm -hmm. if someone has already taken those courses, um, 
can they still go to this? Will they still get something out of it? Can you talk us through that? Yeah, so I took um, as a teacher, like my after my first year of teaching, I took the beginner course in Milwaukee and then halfway through my career, I took the advanced course in Milwaukee. And I got a lot both out of those for Briggs and Stratton. Um, the, the curriculum uh, itself very much follows kind of the beginner course of how you tear apart and put it back together the training that, that Briggs and Stratton has, but then puts in those components of that we talked about earlier, the diagnostics, the technical skills, understanding the mechanical systems. Um, we, don't, we don't look at this as advanced or beginner. Um, um, we don't, we don't link our, excuse me, we don't uh, title uh, any of our participants such. We know we're going to get a whole, uh, a wide range of skills. Uh, but what you do, uh, will experience no matter where you're at on that, is a new lens of how are we going to take a look at small gas engines? How are we going to look at how we package it? Because there's a lot of traditionalism within small gas engines that is just, you know, been carried down uh, through like tradition. This is how we teach it. This is how we teach diagnostics. But is it, are we really aligning with what industry wants or just how your ag teacher's ag teacher taught it? Um, and so that's how I look at small gas engines and how it's, it's transitioned to that. Um, when we worked with this, we worked with a, a association of equipment manufacturers, AEM, um, and uh, the associated equipment distributors. What those are, they, they represent equipment manufacturers and dealers uh, nationwide in ag and construction. Um, what are they looking for in technicians? Um, and that's a new lens that really ag ed should have been with all along. Yeah. Well, it's one thing to do a Google search and find something you think is going to work, but it's way better if a group of people wrote this and it was vetted by yeah. industry, right? I don't have to do that work anymore. Like I already know that this is what industry is looking for. And not to mention, this is it's what they're looking for, but it's also fitting for my kids. I mean, I think that's the hardest part, especially when you're searching for something that is not your, your strong suit. Like there's a ton out there about small gas engines that a teacher could Google and find. Um, but it's not going to be put together with a teacher's lens, um, with, with a little sprinkle of industry stamp of approval. And I think that's, um, what's unique here too. Um, so let's talk about attending a training. Um, how does one figure out like where, when, if it's being offered, how much, like talk us, talk us through all of the, those logistics. Yeah. So right now we have four trainings for the summer of 2023. Um, we're calling it a soft opening. So just like if a, a restaurant is opening up in your town, they have a soft opening. They open up for a little bit just to make sure the menu's right, to make sure that their staff is ready. And then they do a full opening and they're and they have a full schedule. This is exactly how we're doing a small gas engine. So we're offering it for locations, um, specifically the region across the US. So we have um, Kansas State and um, Ag Centric, which is out of Minnesota. Uh, they're hosting uh, small gas engines uh, briefcases in June. And then in mid-July, we have opposite ends of the country, we have Washington State University. And then uh, PAAE, uh, Pennsylvania Ag Teacher Association, uh, out of Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. Um, so you can go to one of those four regions and attend um, that training 
each of them are two and a half days uh, to be able to figure out how to register. Um, go to teach case, excuse me, teachcase.org. Um, click on register and find the link for briefcases um, and register there. We delineate our briefcases from our case institutes on the registration platform. Um, so find the briefcases and you can find the registration links for any of those. Um, you do not have to, if you register tomorrow, you don't have to pay tomorrow. Uh, National FFA, who uh, is our, uh, our fiscal manager, will invoice schools um, in April uh, for that registration. Uh, however, let's say you can't attend one of those. Uh, we're going to, when the soft opening is over, we'll have others throughout the nation. So this last time we had a briefcase open up AgEx, it, it literally blew up on us. We had them yeah. all over <laughs> uh, the country, and now we have in, in about a year or excuse me, half a year since it was uh, started um, full open across the country, we have almost 500 teachers registered or certified. So we anticipate that happening. So that's why we're doing a soft opening, uh, regionalized across the country. If you are interested in hosting one at your state, what we encourage is try to find someone from your state to attend one of these conferences. Uh, because if you have a teacher in mind that, man, this is someone that would be a fantastic facilitator at this in my state, maybe you send them, certify them, and then Case can hire them to be a facilitator at your local level. Um, and uh, and that allows us to better serve uh, local regional events with this training. And so really trying to activate state leaders and whatnot to find uh, those people to send to events this summer. Awesome. Uh, then again, we'll have them full blown uh, in 2024. We'll have, they can be anywhere. So let's talk about resources. Cause I'm sure that's on a few people's minds. Like, okay, so I get trained, but then what, you know, mm -hmm. um, what, um, what resources can a teacher expect that they need back in the classroom um, to teach their kids? Yeah. Well, so the big thing is you're going to need engines and tools. Um, and so as I looked at the material list for this compared to other courses, I have there's a long material because you have the engine, which is which is prices to start with an overhead valve engine uh, that we write it to as a 950 Briggs and Stratton. It's the same one that uh, power distributors or EETC puts in their their school package, um, and so that engine itself right now individually is like 350 dollars, but you're going to get multiple years of use out of it. You have multiple students working on it. But if you use that engine, you don't have to go out and buy a hundred some piece uh, uh, ratchet and socket set because in our list we'll have here's the exact sockets that you need. There's going to be a list of like five or six of them with the different uh, ratchets and the specialty tools, the diagnostic tools. Um, and uh, after that, you also need some sort of uh, facilities that will allow you to have a place to clamp down an engine when you start it, um, some sort of table. Um, it's going to look different from each shop to shop. We'll have an example of like, oh, this is the best you can get, but you can do it in anything that as long as you can clamp the engine down. Well, and I mean, if you, if you are listening and you already teach some sort of small gas engines, you probably have a, a decent start to the, the equipment list. Exactly. And and if you don't have that particular engine, per se, that Briggs & Stratton 950 series, 
when I taught it in the classroom, I didn't have that engine series because I had the previous model that Briggs and Stratton was putting out in their, their uh, school package. And then I took case and say, oh, well, here's a curriculum uh, to utilize. So I had to go in and there was a few lessons that I had to tweak because, okay, the torque specs were a little bit different and the socket size was different for that application where the students was have tear out you know, the carburetor or something like that. Well, so with that lens, just knowing that, the first thing that students have to do in this curriculum is, is go and use the repair manual and look through um, the technical information to find all their torque specs uh, for, for every single component. So if the engine doesn't match what we have in our written procedure that's step-by-step, step, the kids can refer to that in their agri-science notebook and go, okay, it's not 80 inch pounds, it's 85 inch pounds or whatnot, so. Yeah, well, and there are some people that have the skill level to have like five to 10 different engines in their classroom and helping all the kids with all the, no, that's not me. <laughs> I would need no, everyone no, no. to have yeah. all the same. I, it was great to have them all the same because when you go through and you're, and you're teaching the students and you, you know, at the end, you're going to have engines that are going to die. They're going to get stripped out because their engines in the students' hands are consumable, no matter mm -hmm. how good you are at teaching that they're going, you're going to strip something out and you're going to have a parts engine. Well, then you have something to supplement those, those other, uh, those other engines. And that's just the way it is when you're teaching engines, but when you have all, and when every kid has the same engine and they're they're following the same objective, it just empowers the teacher to focus on not what I have to teach because then you're looking for how do I teach this for each of these engines and at each of these workstations, but how how am I going to teach? And you have the tool with the curriculum to be able to empower the teacher to do that. Yeah, for sure. So what can people expect the cost of this is to attend? So there's a there's a range uh, right now. The trainings uh, that are offered, I mentioned earlier, anywhere from nine hundred to thirteen hundred dollars. Um, Pennsylvania is at nine hundred. Um, the the event and and what's really cool. So if you're looking to host this in your area, I would encourage you to contact PWAE. They did something really neat. They each of their teachers that are from their state that are taking it get the registration for free and they get to take home an engine. Um, but anyone out of state pays the, the $900. And so um, they got some local grant sources to fund that. Um, Minnesota is 950 and K-State and Washington State are 1300, but those also include like the hotel costs and the meals and whatnot. Which is, I mean, ultimately an investment because this is, that's a one-time, like that's one time. So I'm going to, I'm going to pay that. I'm going to go, I'm going to learn this. I'm going to take it back to my school. I'm going to implement it year after year after year. And I don't pay again when John and his case crew go in and update something or fix something or get suggestions to make something better. I just automatically get it. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, how nice. And then I also have the resources I can go on to the case meetup group on social media and I can say, hey, anyone else certified in, you know, case small gas engines, I'm struggling with this activity. Can, you know, can somebody walk with, you don't get that when you're just finding something on the internet. <laughs> so it changes the conversation when you go to that local CDE and you know someone else that's certified in that. 
and you as a teacher have them you have to modify something or you're you're like hey i need i need some advice on that you cannot you change that conversation from how do you teach carburetors or what do you do for carburetors to hey so on activity xyz what do you do you know what are some student examples that you have you change that conversation and that moves ag ed further along um, in my perspective. And so when I was in the classroom and I was having those reaching conversations uh, about any of those case courses I'm involved with, it helped empower me as a teacher to understand, you know, how I can implement it differently and how I could uh, adapt it to my local needs. So if someone is listening and they're interested, but they already teach it, and maybe they have a few lessons that they already love, in your mm -hmm. opinion, like how modifiable is this to, like you said, to meet your local needs? Oh, very much so. So we don't provide just PDFs. There's Word documents. But if you're something you're like, oh, I really, uh, you know, I've been teaching carburetors for 15 years. And, and these two lessons that are uh, activities that the case has about carburetors, you know, I, I it's great, but I want to do something else. Do what you do. And so and at the end of the day, we want students to be able to, we want to do what's best for students. And, um, you know, I'm not going to sit here on the stage and say that you need to teach case from point A to point Z to be able to reach students. I don't think anyone actually does that. And so do we have a curriculum that you can go through and teach it from point A to point Z? Yes. But you need to fit your local needs. You need to, you know, if it's plugging in for, um, you know, maybe you have, a change in oil drive or something like that at your local school for teachers or something like that. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna pause and you're gonna plug that in and you're going to meet, uh, meet that local need. At the end of the day, case is a tool, and um, tools don't do the job themselves. You have to put them in a technician's hand to be able to use them. That's the same thing. Case is a curriculum tool that's put in teachers' hands, and as a teacher utilizes as they see fit, that's what's gonna make that's what's gonna empower students. So. I strongly encourage modification and uh, an adaptation to meet, meet your local needs. And I think the other thing too is it gives you a starting point. I mean, you already have a lot on your plate as a teacher and rather than spending time in front of the computer creating something yourself, like this gives you a, a foundation. And yeah. so then you can easily plug and play the things that make your, your local program and your community unique and special. Um, and you can build on it for years to come. Like maybe the first year you just got to teach it like how it's written, but then, you know, maybe you include a field trip or a guest speaker or, you know, something that makes your program unique. Um, and it doesn't take away from what case is written. I think that was my favorite part. It, it saved me more time so I could spend that time coaching a CDE team or going home early to my family. So, yeah. Awesome. No, I Completely agree with that. Um, okay, so nine hundred to thirteen hundred ish dollars. Um, mm -hmm. How do you, in your opinion, what is your best advice for teachers to sell that to their administration? Uh, so, if you're looking to sell some administration and talk about it, make sure you discuss. Um, you know, three of those fees that we have are all inclusive. They include your meals, your hotels, all that. The Minnesota group. Uh, they are going to have a, a hotel block. So there'll be a few more expenses associated with that. Um, but that makes it easier for administrator when they see, oh, that's not just registration, that's everything. And that's the curriculum access. 
If you take a look at some of the other groups that are really close to what Case does and deliver and it has annual fees and subscriptions and whatnot, those are added on cost. Um, and so I think make sure that they realize this is all inclusive. Um, but if you, if you have any questions for administrator, like, hey, what's included? If you go to our website and go to our small gas engines link, there's a, an outline of all of our um, concepts and uh, performance objectives that are aligned with that. Um, down the road, we'll also have our, uh, when the curriculum's finalized, we'll have our standards uh, aligned as uh, aligned to national AFMR standards. Of course, the council is revising those right now. Um, and then also other national standards such as English writing, et cetera. Um, that's the big thing that I would sell to administrators. Um, in the other thing, if you really want to sell it to an administrator, I know that I have some teachers that are already looking at telling their administrator, send me to one because I'm going to host one at our school. And then, oh, then your school looks really great along the, the local region. But then when you're buying the engines and the tools for your program, you're really buying for this PD and you get to keep them and you're using that PD cost to kind of subsidize your program uh, and the, the startup of the small gas engines. Yeah. So what are your tips for paying for it? Um, briefcase, obviously the sticker shock is a little less than like a full on case Institute. Um, if, if someone's looking on the website now and they want, they, they want to, they want to register, but they just can't um, quite pull the trigger. What are mm -hmm. some tips and tricks you have for um, paying for that cost? Yeah. So first uh, foremost, we do have scholarships uh, available. It's $300 for briefcase small engines or small gas engine. And that link is on our homepage. Click there. The application is super short. So there is a 250 word response at the end uh, that, that you use to show merit of why you need that scholarship. Everything else is just your, your uh, demographic information, where you're from, all that contact information. Um, that's that will take off about a third of the cost. Uh, other things, I'll tell you what I did for my first Brigham Stratton conference. I had a local uh, uh, equipment manufacturer, uh, Excel Industries. They made Hustler and lawnmowers, and and that used Briggs and Stratton engines. So they sent me to my first Briggs and Stratton training. So look for those resources, Perkins dollars, whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, if you have any questions, like if you're trying to use Perkins and you want to know, hey, how do we uh, what are the the objectives or whatnot? Go to our website and then contact me. Uh, my email is on the on the case website underneath uh, about case uh, window, and then I can send you all the information that you need to be able to uh, certify it for Perkins, whatever your local and state uh, consortium uh, rules are. Awesome. Well, that being said, where Let's, as we wrap up, highlight a few of the places that people need to go and check. I mean, you've mentioned a few, but let's let's just redo that. Where should they go to find more information about um, small gas engines? So if you go to our website, which is uh, teachcase.org, you can uh, find a link for courses. And then underneath courses, you'll find uh, the small gas engines page. Uh, from there... <laughs> we also have a um, social media. Um, you can find us. We have a Facebook page uh, for Case, but we also have um, a, a teacher meetup group 
per case or case teachers have open dialogue, um, very much the Ag Ed Discussion Lab, but it's for teachers that teach case. You can also follow us on Instagram and now TikTok. Oh my gosh. Are you the one making the TikToks? I've made a couple, but Jesse's, Jesse's our point. Oh. So hopefully soon, John will be TikTok famous. Um, who, if they have specific questions and they want to just sit and visit with you and pick your brain, um, what is the best way that they can contact you? Yeah, so email is the best way to contact me. So again, John Bergen, under go to our website, teachcase.org, underneath about uh, case. Uh, you can find all of our team members' uh, emails. Um, and feel free, send me an email. You, we can set up a video call. Uh, I work remote in uh, Dover, Kansas. And so I um, am open and eager to talk to ag teachers as much as I can. So please. <laughs> Uh, even as a voice call or, or a quick text message, we can, we can talk. Awesome. Talk to your principals too, if you, if you need me to. Good. Yeah. So, um, for those of you listening, I, I highly encourage you. I will put a few links. I'll put John's, I'll put the link to, um, all of the case staff. So, you know, um, who to contact and the link to, uh, teachcase.org in our show notes. You can check that out. Um, John, thanks so much for being here with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Um, so don't forget to like Here by the Owl podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and if you have something that you're passionate about and you want to share on the show, um, please reach out. We would love to have you. Thanks for listening.